do you want me to think of it or do you not want me to think of it? Should I get the duct tape? Hello and welcome back to What Do You Think About Books? We're we're back with another episode, and we're going to be discussing the last book in the Under the Never Sky series. It's Into the Still Blue. It's by Veronica Rossi. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so, Dana, what are your first thoughts? Um, I think it's the best book out of the three. I, and, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I like the ending, but I also didn't like the ending. Cinder. <laughs> okay. I'm sad. What now. were your first thoughts, Evan? Uh, well, Cinder, and also like what what I thought was really jarring is that like a lot of these YA dystopian books have like a conclusive all like catch all solution to the problems that the world is facing, like. Like, in the Scythe series, like, there were, like, massive, large-scale changes made so that the the main problem didn't affect anyone anymore. But, in these books, like, there are other people still being affected by the unity, and they're just, like, all partying and still blue, and, like, everything's happy for them, but, like, and the author conveniently made it so all the characters we care about are in the still blue, but also, there are still other people out there. Like, can't you like spare a sentence that for the fact that there are other people out there? Yeah, I don't know. This reminds me of the hundred. Sorry, I always talk about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but from what I've heard from you, I haven't actually watched it. But from what I've heard about that show from you, and like from the stuff I've watched with you. It does seem pretty similar. Like, like, just saving your people and not caring about all the other people. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's like... Can like you every, spare, like, a sentence for that? Yeah. Seriously? Because all of Hess's people are still out there. They didn't get to... Yeah. And... Yeah, okay. So... Like... Cinder. They... This is all they said. They said... I'm so sad Cinder's gone. Let's dedicate this place to him. And that was it. This, I feel like this book is terrible at them processing the grief. Like Yeah, like, pay, first Paisley and now Except Cinder. for Liv. Oh, Liv. Liv, Liv that, 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 that was, was good. That was good. They, they took a, like... They took a good amount of time in that. Like, yeah. Roar, Roar was... It was accurate. ...depressed for, like, most of this book. And then Harry was just neglecting the truth. And, and like, then, like, Brooke was kind of looking for a new friend, and I think she found that in Arya. Yeah. We didn't get to see much of their interaction, but I think they'll definitely be good friends. Um, also, um, I was thinking about, like, why didn't we see Willow sad? Like, that was the entire point of, like, yeah, uh, us caring about Cinder. Like, well, me caring about Cinder, like, that made it all the more, like, real, like, he was in a relationship. Willow and him were dating. 
as much as 13-year-olds can date, but, I mean, like, seriously, there, there were, like, she cared about him a lot, and she, like, how is she processing that grief? Like, we saw one scene of Willow in the still blue when Sable threatened to shoot Flea, which was, uh, yeah, Sable. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I just, yeah. So, um, you were talking to me about how the Dwellers got sick. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, I, but, they did get sick, but I said they might get more sick than Arya, which they didn't, so you were right about that. Yes, they, they got the same amount of sick as Arya. Yeah. <laughs> and they got better, and they didn't die. They could live. I, I they could live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. That was... Okay. Uh, but, yeah, they could... They they could breathe outsider air without like dying. Yeah, just which took them a which I thought was what you it. were saying. But yeah, they did they did get sick. Okay. Um Ooh, um Caleb. Caleb, yeah. Why why didn't we see more of Caleb? Well also Caleb was like, Oh hey Arya, what's up? Nothing about Paisley, like, is it true that the rumors like that you actually killed Paisley or because I'm like, sure it was spread that she was the she yeah. Was the cause. Um, Caleb wasn't like, like was that I feel like not, they or... I feel like they didn't spend enough time on the aftermath of the yeah. Ag Six, just like anything on the aftermath of the Ag Six. Yeah, and what the heck is like Caleb and Soren's relationship? Like, is does is Caleb does Caleb know that Soren's kind of responsible for that? Is Caleb yeah. mad at Soren? Is like. I just feel like we just didn't spend enough time with Arya's friends. Like, that's a plot line I wanted to go into. Yeah. And I I just feel like this series could use another book. I just feel like it, it was too compacted down into three books. But this is, like, a ton of stuff happened in these three books. And, like, there are a ton of characters introduced and they didn't spend enough time on a lot of things. Especially that. That's one of my main complaints with the series. Yeah. Um, it was still good, though. I mean... So, I was... When, this is just a small wonder, but, like, there was all those dwellers that they brought to the Still Blue that were the kids that were left behind that they had, and they were all, like, hating on all the outsiders. And well, we like, don't know that. Like, the outsiders well, were, nursed the, well, at least Caleb and Soren were, but, like, well, true. Um, they were hiding in the back of the cave and being, like... Well, you don't want to speak to all these savages. Yes. But they'll, they'll warm up to them, like Arya yeah. did and Soren did. They will, too. And yeah. I just fully believe that. Yeah, my favorite part of the book... Well, not my favorite part of the book... Was when Soren, <laughs> Laurel, yes, yes, and I can't believe they got together. I, I don't know how to feel about that either. Yeah, yeah when Soren called, what we're talking about is when Soren called Brooke Laurel. That was yeah. that was just best. That was I I loved that 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 was like the happiest yeah. part of this book. I felt like this book was otherwise kind of depressing because of all the stuff we said. It, yeah. Yeah. They need to talk about that more. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and we got an explanation for the ether, yes. which I liked. Ma- magnetic pole reversal. It's actually a thing that's happening. I don't think it's going to cause uh, cosmic storms, but I, okay. If that's the route you want to take, then okay, go with it. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that concerned. And we also about it. found out that all the pe- all the kids they were experimenting on, they all exploded except for Cinder. Sad. That's sad. That's really sad. And like, think of what Cinder must have gone through, too. Yeah. Like, those those kids must have been like his friends growing up, and then they like self combusted and. Yeah. Oh. That is. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad he got to be with Willow for the yeah last part of his life. But I also wonder, how did he escape? Like, what's the story behind that? How did he like get out of there? Yeah, I feel like that should be a short story. Like, you just own. find him and he's in the woods. Like, how the heck did he get out of there? If he was the only person that did explode, I think they put like some height security on like yeah that's it that's he's pretty crafty but i'm not i'm i'm not entirely convinced that he had the skills to escape yeah yeah i didn't think about that but cinder yeah also that was very convenient how he happened to find roar and start tailing roar instead of anyone else in the entire world yeah roar i was well, books just work out like that. Yeah, that that was one of your complaints about the first book. Like everything worked out. Yeah. Like, and that. But event I felt like it worked out too. way too much yeah. in the first book. Like just way too much. The second book was a lot more like things weren't quite working out for them. Yeah, and the third they, book was actually kind of depressing. like they kept <laughs> trying to escape and then that didn't work and then like like all these yeah, things the, weren't working. Yeah, the third book was the same and also better doing that. And it was depressing. But that depressing in a good way, not depressing in a bad way. Wait. Wait. What what am what, I'm not what, sure. I'm not sure but what I mean either. But it just felt a lot more earnest than some of the other books that I didn't like because they were too sad, like the Hunger Games or the Winners. Oh, Trilogy. it gets better. The Hunger Games. I, I I just couldn't read more of Mocking Jay. It's just like the second book was just, like, way too, like, oh, they're sad. Well, she went through some tough times, dude. They're so sad. She got put in the arena, and then she yeah. survived, and then she got put right back in the arena after she survived. And then, dude, it's like, that's crazy. And then she's expected to lead a rebellion, kind of, while she's, like, depressed. Like, yeah. That's yeah, but still... She could, it could have been, it could have been better. Just it, get it, it, Just like, no, but. Mm. Gotta have patience when you I know, I've gotta have patience. It was just, I try. I I had patience all the way through the second book. That's, that was my problem. Like, the second book, it just felt like, oh yeah, they're in a, an arena. Oh yeah, and she's sad. Oh yeah, and her friends got killed. Oh, yeah, and she's sad because her friends got well, killed. okay. It's just like, I... I don't know. 
Well, anywho. Anywho. So, something I wanted to talk about is the father thing. So, oh, I know you yeah, have another that. thing. You have one thing you want to talk yes. about. Yes. I have another thing I want to talk to you yes. about. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant. The I thought you meant the thing that I I was going to talk about. Yeah. But. So, I'll talk about my thing, then you can talk about your thing. Okay. So, I feel like the father thing was wasted on someone random. I feel like it would have been Lauren. even cooler if it was just like this, like, wait, what? Yeah, I like, feel I feel like it would have been cooler if it was Sable, honestly. Or just someone else that we already knew, like a character we already knew. Uh, Sable. Yeah. It, it should have been Sable. Her father should have been Sable, not Lauren. Because we'd, we'd get that extra drama from Perry and her. Like, we get that, like, exactly extra, like... exactly the same... As the, the winner's, winners trilogy, <laughs> then and then, Aaron and then Perry, decide if he had to yeah, kill. he's gonna kill his girlfriend's father, who's a but villain. Then oh he can't God. because similarities are unending. But okay, yeah, you still, have other similarities, but like still, like, but our uh, Kestrel's father, Kestrel's father wasn't the villain. No, he was the villain's second in command. Yes. And so... Was Lauren. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. that's just like Arya's Kestrel. But they're, at, they're exactly the same. But There's but no at least anymore. when he <laughs> when kidding. he met Arya, he was like, oh my god, I want to get to know you. I'm starting to, like, have sympathy for you. And yeah. unlike um, Kestrel's father, A general he was death. just like, I don't like you. You suck. You're supporting the... Wait, 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 wait. What? Do they call the Hirani savages? I'm not... I don't think so. Okay, I th- I think... I think there was some stuff about, like, them being, like... You know that character Harmon? In the, like, Kestrel's servant? Who... Uh, not servant, I'm not sure, but... There was a lot of stuff about... I can't remember if they were... I can't remember what gender they were, but... There's a lot of stuff about them calling them being very biased towards the Harani, and I think they might have called them savages once or twice, but that's too much to get my hopes up. Well, also, <laughs> I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty oh, sure the Harani called the Valorians like savages, savages, because like they were like, Mrr. yeah, like I don't know. It's just there's so many similarities between those two series. Like I'm, I'm actually having a hard time believing that it is coincidence by this point. And like, the ending, the ending was also a little like, what's gonna happen? I mean, it was kind of like not. It was completely, not but, completely. Like I liked this a lot more than the Winner's Trilogy. Yeah, but the win- wait, did you like it a lot more than the Winner's Trilogy? I liked it the same amount. I okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so. Oh. What? Never mind. What? Wait, what What were you going to say? I was going to say something we already said. Oh, uh, okay. Um, let's, let's go into readings and predictions in it. Wait. No predictions. No predictions. No predictions. Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be a short episode. Um. So, Dana, you're rating first. Well, I give it a nine, because it was the best out of all of the books, and it was a good book. 
I gave this one an 8.5 because I I liked it. I liked it the same as the second book. I I had some problems with it, mainly the ending. It's just like there are a lot of things unresolved at the ending and I would have liked them to spend more time on Arya's friends. So I didn't I didn't like it any more than the second book, but it was still a really good book. I I still recommend this series. Yeah, I totally uh, recommend it too. I feel it's just I felt like this was the winner's trilogy, but better. And I think I might know why now. I can't wait. I had a good explanation for why, and then I forgot it. Wait, can just I'm just gonna just give me some think time, okay? All right, so like three minutes later, I here we go. Just just listen, okay? I'm trying to think of a way to say it without saying layers. Thinking. Yeesh. Okay. So. I just think it boils down to. That. Like, I had to read between the lines so much. With the Winner's Trilogy to get the plot. I just. Not this again. I'm trying to make it different, but it's the same. I'm sorry. Last time you tried to give your explanation and it made no sense. I know. I'm trying to make it make sense this time. Um. <laughs> At least I'm saying read between the lines this time. Yeah. Um. So I think... I had to, with the Winners Trilogy, I just, there was a lot of stuff that was, like, I had to read between the lines to get it. (laughs) How about like this? There was too much stuff. There was just too much stuff happening, and you couldn't pay attention to one part of the plot, and... No, that's not quite it. It just felt like it was boring. Unless you read between the lines and, like, found all the plot between the lines. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, this goes on for a while. And, uh, all right. So what I mean is that the author had a bad habit of using weird, confusing metaphors. And she liked to put a lot of those metaphors in places where we'd kind of have holes in the plot if we didn't figure out what they meant. And I just, I, I couldn't figure out what a lot of the metaphors meant. Like that Aaron thing, like the tree is tree, but the tree was not a tree, the, and Aaron was Aaron, and Aaron was not Aaron. That That's a perfect example of that. I just... I didn't know what that meant, and so I was missing a lot of what was going on with Aaron and the 
thing where he was like blessed by the god of death or something, I was missing a lot of that context because I didn't figure I couldn't figure out that one metaphor. And that's what I that's what I meant when I was saying like reading between the lines and everything. But the author of the Under the Never Sky trilogy, Veronica Rossi, she didn't do that. Even though like the plots were very similar and the characters were almost exactly alike, it was just it was executed better with less annoying metaphors and yeah, I don't know. So that that's my better explanation. I hope you liked it. I thought about this for like an hour. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Back to the podcast. I'm here now. And then what book are we reading next? Dana, we will be reading well, um it's it's actually a bit of a long story. So I wanted to do... I'll some, explain it. No. Just so, let me have this explanation, please. I just... Okay. okay. Uh, you do that. So, I, I wanted to do something special for Christmas, because Christmas is a fun time of the year, and I wanted to do something... Very soon. Okay, maybe Dana should explain it. Okay, so <laughs> Evan wanted to do something fun for Christmas, because he I thinks it's a fun time of the year. Uh-huh. And so... There's a re- we will not be having a b- podcast going out for a while now. But we, we will have some special content. Yes. Okay, so his idea is to do uh, 12 books of Christmas. And for these 12 books Har-har. of Christmas... The 12, um, 12 days of reading, not 12, 12 books 12 of Christmas. 12 days of reading, same thing. Um, <laughs> and they will be released uh, during like, the 12 days of Christmas. So just like... December 13th, starting on December 13th, then going December 14th, 15th, 16th. Doesn't it go from from Christmas to And on Christmas, we'll have a whole series discussion. So it's only an 11-book series. Well, 10-book series plus an added novella. So Okay, so would you like to introduce what the series is? So this series is about a little girl, Flavia de Luz, who... Lives in a big house in 1950s England, which is right near this small town called Bishop Lacey. And in Bishop Lacey, there are a lot of murders going on. So she has to figure out who who did the murders. So it's basically a murder mystery series, and it's technically adult, but you could read it. And I thought it was YA for most of the time I was reading it. So yeah, it's it's pretty fun, and I just thought it would be a good pick for Christmas. So yeah. See you next time on What Do You Think About Books? Do-do-do. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play the outro.